Obviously, maybe it goes on to our next topic, which is G-U-N-S. It says what? Guns. G-U-N-S. G-U-N-S. Carry the two. Oh, guns. (laughs) One of your favorite subjects, obviously. Yeah. Well, I think this subject came up, uh, I don't know, for you might be in the... Well, because you got two little kids now, so how do you look at it? Well, the way I look at it since last year, around March, is when COVID hit, political distress happened, different opinions came out, same subject in the media was Trump, Biden, and obviously violence, especially about, uh, what do you call it, different opinions about how things should be going in this world. Um, I, I came to the conclusion after what the media was showing me officially on TV, it's time to protect myself. If somebody is going to riot my local target, my local 7-Eleven, uh, stands in front of my house, walking through my neighborhood, yelling different type of slogans around, threatening my household, I got to gun up. I got to defend. I got to yeah. protect what I have which is a five-year-old and a seven-year-old at this time, a dog these days. Actually, the dog came because of that. So uh, I got immediately, just to fast forward a little bit, my, uh, my gun carry permit within like three weeks. I'm in tactical training since March of last year. Once a week, I go have a private instructor teaching me how to feel comfortable with my gun how to use it properly, that how to is, be safe. That is great. Gun safety. It, it, that's the Training key. is the biggest deficit in the gun gun culture. Yeah, for right. new gun owners. Yeah, you go get the gun, you get the ammo, but you know, people just don't put the money into training, which is, you know, like I said, it's the biggest deficit in the culture in the in the industry. And um but yeah, it's uh, I mean it is definitely a must. Being irresponsible, carrying a gun, having a gun in your household is something I try to avoid. Uh, being grown up in Germany, guns are illegal. You can't even have a knife carrying on you. A knife here in, the, in Florida is considered a tool. So I carry my knife on the right, sometimes on the left. I own about 15 different knives these days. It becomes a hobby. It becomes a passion. It becomes a security item you have to carry. If it's going to be used to open up an Amazon box or the local mail opening up anything it's a tool it's something you use in different ways but it can also protect you in in case you come to a confrontation you have to use besides your own self-defense knowledge a tool per se but speaking of where we are in 2021 uh, so the last nine months i've been educating myself i've been buying guns like crazy it's becoming a shortage in availability especially ammunition these days. But uh, what I have, I don't leave my house without a gun. I have a gun in my car. I have a gun in my backpack. I carry a gun on my body. Depends on where I go. But uh, my house is spread out with different type of safes, fingerprint, coded. So every possible way, if somebody would ever intrude my home, my dog would be there first. I got a Doberman dog literally in April. Just because COVID shut us all down, we didn't know what to happen. So you may as well get a dog, be part of the family, trainer, become part of this family. And uh, she is a year now and protects the family, loves my kids, 
is surrounding the house, is by the door immediately. And the point I'm trying to make is I'm just preparing for what if. If, hopefully nothing will ever happen. And probably it won't. But if it ever does, we'll be able to uh, use our gun, use it with the proper way we've been educated, we feel comfortable, and protect our livelihood. Yeah, kudos on the dog. I mean, uh, I mean, Doberman's nice, and that's uh, you know, for it's definitely got a value of you know Respect. defense and counterattack. But I mean, for any of the audience listening, any dog that will bark at. A sound or what is you know is good. It's at the very good least. Alarm. Yeah, they're going to hear and sense anything coming into the home before anybody in the house is going to even realize anything's happening. Especially if you're asleep, you know, which is usually where in you know, most you know home invasions and stuff like that happen is you know, either you know uh, late in the evening, like um, you know between ten and one or early like between like you know four and six but it's you know, usually people are asleep but that dog is gonna he's gonna give you that heads up and and just seconds can you know seconds heads up ahead of time can save your life absolutely so yeah i mean the dog even if even if you don't own a firearm uh it's just that extra timing you know if you can you know if you can you know, escape out the back while they're coming in the front or whatever, or call 911. And yeah, it's a, but just, you know, time is such a valuable tool. You know, uh, so the dog is a, a great choice. On top of all of that, uh, the reason I got this dog or the family decided, uh, my wife and I, to actually get a dog in this particular breed is because I used to own two of them in, back in Germany when I was younger. But the point was not necessarily to hire or to, to have a protection dog. Mm-hmm. It's mostly, it's a very loyal dog. It's one of the smartest dogs out there. And it integrated with loyal. my kids yeah. and with my family so perfectly. She's also the emotional support dog. We all carry a lot of emotions, a lot of positive and negative vibes. Or um, what's the word? I'd say, other than emotions with us. And uh, my kids, if they come from school, my wife, after working all day long, that dog is always there. It's always happy. It's, it's always stress excited. Related. It, it, and it's a natural stress. She reliever. is a natural, uh, um, caring and loving dog. And the biggest thing for me is if somebody does approach the house or the area, she's circling my, my kids. She's around. She protects the crowd, the pack, I want to say. And probably a lot of dogs do. This particular breed is known for that, especially as a female. The female never leaves the house. The male strays around a little bit more. But it has made a very positive impact during these times of isolation, being inside the house or within the vicinity of your own home, not being able to go anywhere. That helped a lot center that and and, uh, release the, the emotions in a positive way. So and that's, that's got to release some stress on you when you're away Absolutely. from the home and you know your family's there, but the dog is there as well. That's correct. Yeah, yeah. so that, that's peace of mind and a stress reliever as well for you. That was about the dog, no, about the guns. It's but, an exciting aspect. It's a very dangerous thing. You need to be aware of what you're doing, how you're doing it. Uh, make always sure it's in safe locations away from children. 
and locked up if it's yeah. not on your person. And because gun safety is the most important thing, it's like we were talking about earlier. It's like you know your rifles, your pistols should be in a gun cabinet that's locked, and the only people that know how to get in the gun cabinet know how to handle the weapons. So that way, if you've got little kids like him, it's like he's got little gun safes all over the house that have you know different guns. So no matter where he is. He can pull one out, and it's not just laying around where the the kids that are too young get into it and then you know harm themselves because that does happen quite a bit. So the number number one thing is gun safety. You know the idea is yeah. you always review the rules. They are and, don't point the barrel at anything you don't intend to destroy. Always assume that it's loaded. And there's a third one. Never keep your finger on the Never, trigger. Never put your finger the in the trigger guard and know your beer. target and what is behind it. Mm. Correct. Because bullets go through a yeah, lot they, of stuff. Yeah, and they go you through are responsible people. for every single round, regardless. Yeah. You can't say it's an accident. Well, you are responsible for every round that comes out of your firearm. Yeah. There's, as a, the saying goes, there's an attorney attached to every bullet. Yeah. Unfortunately. Uh, yeah, Hollywood is not the best example to go from. I mean, these, you know, it's like if you pound on your door or whatever, as you shoot through the door, you, you always need to identify your target. You can, you just can't do that, you know. But um, there's numerous accounts uh, across the globe, or at least in America, like where, uh, you know. It's also good to have so a flashlight re- on the end of your pistol. First accessory I recommend to any yeah. new gun owner is a flashlight, yes. But, uh, yeah, I mean, there, there's numerous accounts where, you know, homeowner is, hears something in the dark and someone's coming in the door late at night and and fires away and it's their teenage daughter or son and, yeah, that's clearly tragedy. You know, uh, yeah, you just don't fire indiscriminately through a barrier and not knowing, you know, I mean, all right, there might be a threat, but, again... You're responsible for every round. So if, you know, it misses your mark, goes across the street into your neighbor's window and hits their child, hits them, or or even your dog. I mean, it's it's just, it's not a headache you want. And it's not something you want to live with, even though, you know, you might have been in the right and just trying to defend yourself. You still have to attach that responsibility, you know. So, but, uh, yeah, it's, uh, like I said, you know, training is, is paramount, you know, um, and it's, it's a perishable skill. If you don't practice on a regular basis, your skills will deteriorate. Absolutely. Yep. No. That's why I, the, yeah. That's why the police have to have more training. Yeah. I really so here, think yeah, here's the reality that we though. talked about yeah. in the, uh, the second amendment documentary was, um, like the our local police force, which we won't mention, they get four hours a year. So if you need help and you call a police officer, there's a good chance you're getting a bureaucrat showing up that the last time you went to the gun range was a year ago to qualify with this pistol or rifle or shotgun, whatever they're, they have to qualify for based on the department. And when I train the gun range, especially when I go down to Homestead with John Mocha Bear, who mocha bear underscore actual on Instagram or kinetic consulting.net. It's like, you see these targets, these guys that are 
you know, I'm not going to mention the agencies, but it's like, man, I wouldn't want those. You know, what John was saying in the documentary was most police, I would not want them want them shooting around or near me because they just don't practice. Look it's at like, the UPS uh, yeah, incident. Yeah, exactly. A it's a prime perfect example. Perfect example, yep. Yeah. Yeah, and yeah, and uh, yeah, John, yeah, Mocha it was Bear. like six, six cops. So, yeah, t- tune into his YouTube or whatever. It's like great content, even if it's just a little fifteen or ten minute. Is like just these little sweet little nuggets of information. Yeah, he's got some. Yeah, good stuff. Yeah, I, I like him a lot. 